Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. You've been rather busy today, have you not? I've been busy every day. <laughs> every this is, day. Uh, this has every been one of those. Day. Yeah, this has been one of those days. Well, before you get into those news, we had a caller that asked a question and, um, you know, and accused me of being naive because I told him I did have a conversation with Dal Loggins where he said it was not his intent to do anything to hurt the University of Arkansas, and we were talking about his recruits. Now we have word that one of his recruits is going to South Carolina to visit. We, we don't know if he'll right. commit there or he not. He visited this past weekend. Or or this is this past weekend. Okay. So the question was asked, will the defensive coordinator from Central Florida, are there any players decommitting from there that would be interested in the University of Arkansas? Are, are you aware of any? Yeah, there's two twins, Harris twins, uh, four-star linebackers that uh, I believe they've decommitted since he, um, since he announced – but uh, I'd say those two guys are players to keep an eye on. Um, Four-star linebackers. We love that. Yeah. Linebackers. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's going to be anything anytime soon, uh, if they were, to, but they, they've not visited here. They had a ton of Power 5 offers, so they got a lot of options, uh, but were committed to UCF. So maybe those are a couple of guys to watch. And this this stuff happens. Yeah, I don't – I don't think Dow Loggins is intentionally trying to hurt the U of A. Sometimes, you know, you build relationships with, with players and stuff, right. and, you know, they want to follow you. Sam Pittman, there was a an offensive lineman that was committed to Georgia that he had committed there that, that visited Arkansas um, when he took the job here. So it's just it's kind of what happens. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with, with Shamar. It doesn't sound like he's going to sign in the early period. His official visit to Arkansas is on January 15th. So uh, we'll see how it shakes out. But, I mean – Dow didn't want to hurt Arkansas, I guess, but he's still got a job to do. He's getting paid well, by sure. another university, yeah. too. Well, and, um, and if the you, player likes You get a guy Dow like Shamar Easter to coach, it makes you look like a lot better tight ends right. coach. And, hey, mm-hmm. if, if the relationship was a, with the coach, I'm not saying Dow Loggins called him and said, hey, why don't you look at South Carolina? He might have told Loggins, hey, can I come visit? I, I, right. I, I like you. I, that could happen. I get that. Sure. Sure. All right, Trey, you had a busy day. Where, where do you okay. want to begin? Your turn. I have no Your idea. Turn. You just tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well at uh, 10 o'clock this morning, you met mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Sam Pittman, but you also had a chance to meet with the uh, the brand-new defensive coordinator, speaking of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's interesting how that took a few turns from, from Ron Roberts to, uh, you know, the, the guy at Tulane and – um, we actually had Travis Williams on our, our hot board. We had him third on our hot board for a while before uh, it, you know, for a while it looked like it wasn't going to be him. But um, he's a guy with, with pretty good credentials and a nice background. With um, I believe he's from South Carolina originally. Uh, Arkansas That's keeps correct. hiring these South Carolina coaches. <laughs> but, uh, hmm. um, played at Auburn and, uh, and coached there, obviously. had a uh, Was co-defensive coordinator at Auburn, was on the – 2010 national championship team when he was there um 
and defensive coordinator at uh, at UCF the last couple of years. Uh, he's a recruiter. Uh, I know that for a fact. He's picked up 14 four-star commitments, one five-star commitments uh, over the last seven years. Uh, so that's something that Sam Pittman said he wanted to make sure he gets is a, is a guy that can go out and recruit, and he's definitely got that there. And uh, as far as how good a defensive coordinator is, still remains to be seen, I think. We'll, we'll find out. Surely he'd be better than uh, second-to-last um, defense in the SEC like Arkansas was this year. So um, we'll see how that shakes out. And, and um, Morgan Turner, am I saying that right? Uh-huh, you are. Morgan Turner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so I got so many names. Yeah, I got so many names fly, floating around in my head. But uh, you know, obviously, he was hired earlier, and um, he's got, actually got some connections to Arkansas. His sister just moved to Rogers. He said his uncle is from El Dorado. I don't think he's North Turner. That's uh, his, one of his uncles, anyway, a former NFL coach. But he sent a lot of guys to the NFL uh, at a at a Stanford, and um, it was good to get a chance to talk to him today. And Went to Arkansas football practice after that. Actually, there was a basketball press conference in between that. And then went to Arkansas football practice after that. Uh, they've shifted some things around, obviously, with Bo Limmer moving to center. T.G.S. Crawford uh, playing his spot at right guard. And, and then everything else is the same on the offensive line. I noticed Bryce Stevens, Jaden Wilson, and Matt Turner were the wide receivers. They've got some, some depth issues. They're down to – I've got them at – as far – like when you take out guys that are injured – uh, you know, guys that – and they, they added the deal where you could, you know, you can get a fifth game now, um, you know, and play in the bowl game. So they'll uh, they'll have some guys that they can play that were, you know, stuck at four games. So that's good. Uh, but when you look out there, I've got them at 49 players on scholarship. That doesn't include Harper Cole and Jackson Woodard, whose scholarships were retroactively applied. Um, so in that case, they got 51, I guess. But – that's that's not a lot, and we've said before teams have opted out for a lot worse, uh, less you know not as bad as that. Uh, but Arkansas, every assurance I, you know every everybody I've asked has given me every assurance that they're going to play the bowl game. Uh, so, but they are thin in some spots, and um, you know linebackers one, wide receiver, tight end. They've got some, you know, quarterback too. They've been thin at quarterback all year, but now they don't have Malik. Uh, so. It's a, it's a it's a thin looking group overall, uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that bowl game plays out. But you know, we with all the stuff that's gone on with with decommits and you know Micah T's decommitted today, and um, you know Isaiah Nichols left the team recently, which was a surprise. Uh, with all the stuff that's gone on, you you know we kind of have to go back to what we said at the beginning of all this when it opened is. Wait to freak out you know, <laughs> on January 15th <laughs> because uh, it is, it's a long road, and there's still a lot to add. I've got them at like 76 total guys, um, including commits and everything that are supposed to come back for next year. And so there's nine more players right there, and, you know, they'll probably have some more guys leave the team. Uh, so there's nine additions that we're, we're still, you know, keeping our eye out on uh, from now until January 15th and, and maybe even – Beyond that, there is another portal window, a shorter one that opens up. Uh, so there's still still a lot to be done. But um, there's, I am interested also that like all there's, I've seen so much stuff kind of misconstrued. Pittman kind of worded things kind of interestingly the other day. I believe that was Friday about uh, he doesn't believe in buying players, and 
that may be true, but that doesn't mean that Arkansas – people are like Arkansas refuses to pay players and stuff or, or whatever you want to put it, NIL stuff. I can assure you that that is not true, that Arkansas is not the only school just sitting out not paying players. Now, there may be some players who have been committed or with the program who they don't maybe think is worth what somebody else thinks they are and aren't willing to pay. Um, but I can assure you that Arkansas's uh, – there are guys on this team that are making hundreds of thousands of dollars, okay? So it's not – that's not a problem. Which is ridiculous. But anyway, uh, but we'll pass by that. I was listening closely, but I, I missed it. You know how you can hear things and sometimes you don't hear things? You mentioned mm-hmm. the three ride receivers that were the st- at the starting spot. Did you mention – Matt Landers, because yep. it's our – okay, you did mention because he's going to play, right? He said Matt Turner. Yeah. I didn't want to oh, correct sorry. him. Okay, like I said, that's, I've got that's too what many I names. thought. That's why I didn't think I heard Landers. Morgan Turner, so Matt Turner, sure. yeah. Matt Landers. So Matt Landers is in. <laughs> and, I, and I assume when it comes to quarterback, you hope it doesn't get to this, but Cade Fortin's still on the team, I guess. Yes. So at least you have a, a number two quarterback just in yes. case. Okay. Yeah, still got him. Go. And – um, but yeah, they're they're thin there, and there's a lot. You know, there's going to be some unfamiliar faces that sure. not unfamiliar. I mean, we know Jaden Wilson, Bryce Stevens, and Isaiah Satania right. too. Is, you know, you'd figure he see a little bit more action and stuff. But uh, they still have Matt Landers there, and we know Matt Landers is proven proven guy to get, have. So they, they still have KJ. They still have Rocket. They still have AJ. They still right. have Rashad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the offense to me, aside from wide receiver. And tight end because you don't have Trey Knox now. You got backs. Right. Um, the and offense Henry. doesn't seem to be as in, you know, questionable form. At linebacker, there's a little bit more. Oh gosh. You know, you're, and I like Manny Powell and Jordan Crook, but are they ready? You know, are they ready to be <laughs> featured out, guys? Yeah. Uh, so you're you're definitely thinner there. Yeah. Great. What is. about what about Dwight McLaughlin and Latavius Brini? Um, doesn't McLaughlin have another year he could return? Yes. I've, I don't think I've heard anything. He could return two him. years. Yeah. Pardon me? He could return for two years. Yeah, I haven't heard any kind of formal announcement. I, I rattled off a bunch of names for Sam Pittman the other day. Probably should ask one at a time, but we were running out of time for the press conference. So I just rattled off a bunch of names. And, you know, he kind of indicated that he expected all those guys to come back. And yeah. uh, except for, you know, the majority, he said, he, you know, obviously pointed to Luke Jones as a guy that wouldn't be back. But, you know, Zach Williams, Bo Lemmer, Brady Latham. And there's a there's quite a number of guys yeah. that you could have back as super seniors next year. And really, you could have more super seniors next year than you have this year. And the rule still is, after you've transferred once without penalty, if you transfer again, you have to sit out a year, right? So for McLaughlin, if he left and went somewhere else, he'd have to sit out a year, wouldn't he? Yes, unless I, I think there is something in there where if he wanted to go back to, like, LSU or something. Hmm. And I don't I don't, I think maybe school. that wouldn't be the case. Yeah, okay. All right, let's talk with uh, Tony. Tony, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call, Randy Rick. And uh, this is a question for Trey. Uh, you stole a little bit of my thunder, but I, I do have some more thunder to go along. Uh, the tight ends coach coming from Stanford. I know it's it's probably hard for kids to enter the portal for Stanford because it's such a prestigious school. But uh, with all the coaching changes that they had, there should be some kids that probably do enter the portal from Stanford, and is any of them a tight end, and are we looking at any of those 
players, as well as uh, Central Florida does have a lot of D-back uh, talent in Central Florida and down in the Florida area, and they always have a lot of speed down there at D-back. Is there any uh, athletes down there that aren't committed to the other schools or that we might could pursue? Being we, we do have our uh, defensive coordinator now, and he does have connections down there, and I'll just hang up and listen. I wish I had answers for you on both of those questions, but I have not gotten to looking at either one of them. So that's those are good questions and probably something that we should all look into. I'll look into anyway. Um, but, no, I don't have answers for, for you on either of those right now. But I would assume anytime you have a coaching change, in this day and age especially, you're going to see a lot of guys enter the portal, whether it's um, a coordinator, but especially with a head coach when you've got basically, I mean, you're going to have, basically a whole new staff coming in. So that's something to watch and something I'll, I'll keep my eye on. Charlie, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, Trey, I wanted to go back to what you said. For next year, you counted, you said, about 76 guys that right you're seeing about nine spots open. Yep. And I'm guessing that included Hudson Clark, McLaughlin, and Brini, right? You, yes, you got them not Brini. Not Brainy, yeah. Brainy is out okay, of eligibility, I think. Yeah. Okay, he is. Out. He can play in the ball okay. game, but he's out of eligibility. Okay, not him. Okay, so of those nine spots, um, if you look at it, I know a lot of it's going to be. I think we got about what twenty committed freshmen right now, and I don't know uh, how much that's going to change. And you got a few guys coming in the portal, but if you were looking at the nine spots that we need. If you were to think, obviously defensive back, I mean, obviously, maybe another receiver, maybe another linebacker. Uh, I, I always say, you know, I know they added an offensive lineman. They need depth on both line of scrimmages because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's still what matters in this league. I, I think you were asking some really – I was listening to your questions today, you know, what you were a little bit more personal with your questions because that is important when it comes down to coaches and why they make certain decisions and – uh but I was going to ask you, uh, you know, tight end you that they kind of call Stanford. You bring that to Arkansas, I, I hope he can. I hope he can bring that here. I think he, he, he can definitely help us. And then uh, as far as scheme defensively, from what it sounded like to me, we got a guy coming in here that's pretty multiple defensively and will adapt each year because at the end of the day, it's going to be an each-year evaluation because every year it's gonna, your team's going to be different now. So whatever scheme, whatever front that he thinks might fit best that year or whoever they're playing, I think it's going to kind of be similar to Barry, game-to-game basis. Is that what you think? Do you think he's a little bit more aggressive mm-hmm. than Barry? I think I heard some Pittman of that, kind of indicated that he scared him a little bit. <laughs> scared <laughs> him? Aggressive Thanks, he is. God. Really? Yeah, yeah he, said he almost scared him a little bit. He's so aggressive. Is blitz so. on every play or what? <laughs> I hope not. I like aggressive, but you can't blitz on every play. Obviously, you give something up every time you do that, so it's a, it's a risk. But um, I, I think they need to be aggressive. I, you know, that doesn't mean every play, but I think they need to be more aggressive. And as far as filling spots through the transfer portal, I mean, what we know, obviously, yeah, they could probably use some veteran wide receiver, tight end, linebacker, uh, Pittman mentioned getting going out and getting an elite edge guy, interior defensive lineman. I mean, secondary, it's it's kind of like everything. And that's something that, you know, he said in the past, like they, last year they brought in nine, ten if you count Cade Fortin, but nine scholarship guys. 
who all contributed on a major level. Uh, and to me, like, you, you almost just have to get a guy at every, every spot just because, like, quarterback, they didn't do enough at quarterback last year. Getting Cade Fortin obviously wasn't enough. Or, you know, it's not just about get, bringing a guy in who's going to start, but maybe bringing a guy in who's going to provide some, some quality depth. And I still think we're not finished seeing guys leave the team, you know, or, or the commit list. I think there's probably, you know, a guy, maybe two, but I think that you'll probably see somebody not sign with Arkansas when it comes up on signing day. So there's still a lot to be determined. And, you know, I, I think also with Arkansas, they have, they have NIL money and stuff, but they, they don't have what Texas A&M's got going right now. But they've got substantial funds. And when I look at the transfers that they added last year, I mean, McLuthern, Breeny, um, Drew Sanders, Jordan Dominic, Landon Jackson, Terry Hampton, uh, Matt Landers, Jaden Hazelwood. I mean, these guys made major impacts. And, like, if you're talking about, okay, how much funds do we have, how, many fun, how much funds do we have to, to spend on new addition players, I mean, to me, if you want more of a guarantee, it feels like those transfers <laughs> are, are where the guarantee is if you're going to, you know, if you're going to set up NIL deals for players. That's, that seems like it would be where the majority of the money goes. And, you know, and back to Pittman's point, it, it, it was never meant to be, like NIL is not meant to be like go out and just buy players. The problems with what's going on right now are the tampering side of things, and I don't know how you control that because it not necessarily just like a coach calling up a player and saying this, you know, he's calling up somebody else and, you know, putting people in touch, those kinds of things. Um, the tampering side of things and basically just telling a recruit, hey, we'll give you this much money to come here. Now, Texas A&M did that last year. They spent allegedly millions and millions and millions of dollars on their number one ranked recruiting class. What did that get them last year? Well, five you know, and five. Five games? <laughs> That's right. They're five and seven. And yeah. several yeah. of these now guys it, it are leaving. Apparently a bunch of unhappy campers, yeah. Yeah, several yeah. of them are leaving. I'm just saying, like, what if Texas A&M had taken all that money and spent it on transfers? Yeah, good point. Good point. They'd have probably been better off. You're right. Yeah. Mm. Tough situation. All right, Trey, a couple of questions real quick from our mm-hmm. Asher Record Service Company live and feedback. Bobby Hogg says, Trey, do you know if there's been any issues in the locker room? I follow Hornsby and Slusher on their social media. And some of their posts, I would think, had to have been causing some problems, at least in the locker room. Have you heard of any of this going on? No, it's, it's all kumbaya. There's 85 people, 85 scholarship players, and they all get along like gangbusters. I mean, it is, it is the harmony. There's, I mean, there's, there's always going to be people who don't like each other. There's going to be people who don't get along. Um, yes, I have absolutely heard of, you know, toxic elements and stuff like that. I'm not saying it's those two guys, but uh, absolutely, there's been some division with the team, and um, I think some of the stuff you've seen is. Uh, you know, as a result of, you know, some players moving on and stuff is, is part of that. Um, 
you just hope that the toxic element isn't the one that's staying there <laughs> versus yeah. the, the guys that are that are leaving. You know, you hope it's the right way. Um, and not saying all those guys that are leaving are, are toxic. I don't mean that at all. But, um, yeah, I've, I've absolutely heard all that stuff. And, you know, I wonder, too, Miles Slusher committed to Louisville. I wonder if when he entered the transfer portal he thought he was going to end up at Louisville. Hmm. I can't believe that. Can you? I, I you know, he's okay. He's from Tulsa. You think Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, maybe even Tulsa, but Louisville? Mm-hmm. How, how do you end up there? And what's yeah, the maybe what's go back the to Oregon where you were committed to before? Yeah, what's uh, the it could have been options. It could have been Louisville has found a lot of NIL money. You know, who knows? I don't know. That was a strange one. Bizarre. I agree. All right, real quick. Uh, this one. Uh, Hawk Call says, does Trey think Arkansas has enough to win the Liberty Bowl with this low amount of players? I think it's just going to be a bit of a challenge, but I know that Kansas is going to bring all the energy. They've got a scary quarterback. Hey, they've got it's some still, in the trans- they've still got Kansas, some in the transfer guess, portal, too. Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's yeah, Trey Biddy of HawkSports.com.